impersonating an officer, resisting arrest, fraud, reckless driving, and lying to the sheriff. I'll be at home if you need me. Okay, sheriff. you think I look like? Dirty Harry? <laughs> this is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back or to Film Sack. Mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Episode 463. I be Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian. So you want to be a witness. Witness this, Dunaway. Yar, and I be Brian. And I witnessed it quite well. Oh, hi. All right, old fellas. The Don has ordered us to take out sleepy Joe Marcelino before he can testify against the family. But the FBI has stashed him away in a remote location. However, I have a plan. First, we take a train. Then we take a walk. Then we take a boat. Then we take a car. Then we take a helicopter. Hold on, Tony. I'm doing the plan over here. And where was I? Oh, yeah. Then a station wagon. Then the Oakside Boys Club bus. No, wait. That's next week. Back the bus up. Beep. Beep. All right. We get off the station wagon, shoot some feds, play some trivial piece, seal our fates by whacking the son of an FBI agent, and bibbidi-bobbidi-boop. Sleepy Joe Marcelina takes his last nap. Any questions? What's the peeve stand for? Pursuit. Jeez, guys, we are old fellas. We keep it clean. I mean, we still kill guys and stuff, but they probably deserve it, right? Hey, Tony, what are you making over there? That smells so darn good. No, I do not know what a cow's only contribution is. Yeah. Is this one of them trivia pursuit questions? Ah, crap. Everybody down. Tony's got a shit cake, and all we have are these guns. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 Wow. <laughs> I feel like sending someone over to your house just making sure everything's okay. That's all I want. Right. Right. How, much, how much caffeine had you had when you wrote that? <laughs> it was very just, good. Just the usual. Yeah, just the usual. usual. Yeah, a couple usual. shots of espresso. It's all just, good. Just double, double shot of yeah, espresso. Yeah, yeah. In your veins. <laughs> with, a, between... with another double shot of espresso uh-huh. on top. Yeah, with a monster up your butt. Yeah, yeah. Up right. your butt. Uh, hey, thanks, also, old fellas. Oh, <laughs> thanks, old fellas. Also with us, Randy, the great magnet detector, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. Hey, boys, my crew's all done with all the extra work you wanted, such as painting your last name and my high lettering on them grain silos. We've just got three extra notes here for you before you sign out invoice. Uh, number one. You ordered a lot of duffel bags. I don't know how you're going to keep track of them all. We divided them into two colors, black and yellow. But other than that, they're all the same. Did you want a stencil or something? Number two, (laughs) you got 500 shotgun shells there, but I understand you're only going to fire that shotgun twice. Maybe you want to wear some of them as a belt. I don't know, but it's a lot. Number three. Now, I just want to double check the amount of hair grease you said you wanted for this <laughs> thing. We delivered it on a pallet out back, 
And that's way more hair grease than we ever seen in one place. What's that? Oh, I see. You're also going to use 25 pounds of it to ice one cake. All right, you're the boss. <laughs> that cake was gross, man. Oh, I know. There's, there's, so a, much. Pl- there's a place where uh, you have to color your cake frosting, and that wasn't it. She nope. stopped too soon. Yep. Yeah. Too, too soon. That is exactly my, I, that is a great take. I agree with you. Mm. Uh, also, she was, man, hard woman to live with. All right. Ooh, yeah. With us finally. Amy, come on. <laughs> Brian. We're having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, mob bosses really hate TV's Ibit. God, he does. And here he is right now, as a matter of fact. Well, Joseph P. Brenner. What is the P? Ah, never mind. Where did that one? <laughs> if you're going to be working with us, it's high time you met the rest of my gang. First is Frankie Guntosser. Why is he called that? Well, you see, Frankie gets his name because when he gets shot, his hands go up in the air and he tosses his gun behind him. Mm. That's how a lot of the gang gets their name. Let's meet some more of them. Right here is Johnny Jumpback, Danny Double Somersault, Sam the Squealer, Piss Pants Pete, and Richie Twitches. He likes to hang out on top of the crane gravel pit. Oh, and I think you've already met Rock Tumbler Roland. Oh, I'm, I blew the, blew the punch. Oh, and I think you've already met Rock Tumbler Ronald. <laughs> I needed to maybe have a little less alliteration in that one. Rock Tumblr Ronald. It's hard. That's a hard one. It did a good Rock job Tumblr. though. I think. Yeah, this is a. If you ever, if there's a if there's a, if there's a word for like seventies ass looking action, this movie yeah. was uh, all about that. The movie yeah. is Raw Deal. Thanks, Daily Rentis. Yeah, thanks, Boy, D- it's, Dino. It's yep. like they uh, it's like they decided to make a throwback movie in the eighties to say, hey, here's how people here's how people died when they got shot in the seventies. Yeah, here's and, one and one decade it. ago, everyone passed away in uh, gunfights like this. But and then what I love about this movie is that it gives these these middle aged character actors a chance to say some lines. Yeah, and they do it so much like they're on Love Boat or whatever. Yeah, it's oh, amazing. Yes. This is yeah. so eighties yeah. TV. It hurts my head. Yeah, that's what it feels like. The, the music, everything was like, "Where's Hannibal and the boys in the van?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're the pain in Leminski's ass. <laughs> what? And what? But what did we watch this week? It's Raw oh, Deal. Yeah, Raw, yeah, Raw, Raw Deal. deal. Raw oh. deal. the very first Red film heat. ever. The ve- Raw Deal. <laughs> <laughs> the very first film ever released by the De Laurentiis Entertainment Group. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's Is it De Laurentiis or De Laurentiis? I've Whatever. always called it doesn't, De Laurentiis. Doesn't matter. Bad I just name. I gotta finish this, this statement because their their third and fourth films were Maximum Overdrive and Transformers. They went on to make Manhunter, uh, Evil Dead Two. Yeah, but their second movie, the second film released by De Laurentiis after Raw Deal. Was My Little Pony the movie? Wow. <laughs> well, that and probably after all deal, yeah. they declared bankruptcy. Mm. Was it right after this, or it was a little while after this, right? That that I happened? thought it said in the Wikipedia that it was right after this, or it caused that to happen, and he had to sell. Yeah, he had to sell the Total Recall. Yeah, they had really the Total sad. Recall license. They had the whole thing, yeah. and then they had to sell it, probably for the better, because they made a better, that was a better movie. Right. What, who do they I want don't in know. that role? I, See, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd be curious uh, to see what a De Laurentiis Total Recall would have looked like as opposed to the Carol Co. Because as much as we have a fondness and a nostalgia mm. for the Carol Co. version, mm. it, it isn't 
you know, it's kind of cheese ball. Oh, it's pretty they, dumb. Taylor Rensis but... didn't want Arnold Schwarzenegger in the lead, though. He actually, he was, he had cast somebody else. Who would he like, Burt Reynolds or somebody? Yeah, it was, it was somebody, somebody else, that yeah. I wouldn't have it suspected. Was it wasn't Kurt Burt Russell Reynolds, Russell it was or something? Somebody like it that. It was something else. Oh, uh, you know what it was? Uh, Dennis Quaid for a hot Dennis... second. And then Patrick Swayze. Oh, Patrick Swayze. That's it. That's it. No, no, I would not want I wouldn't oh. want. Do not want. Yeah. Nobody puts yeah. Quado in the corner. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny because it. This movie is so. It feels like peak Schwarzenegger. Mm. It really feels like it was made for him. Like he got into it like a suit and then filled it all out. You know, the whole movie. It's, it's sort of like like I, I was talking about that thing where you have a couple of these vaguely mobsterish. Uh, actors talking to each other in a in a in a, a, a upscale suite looking over mm-hmm. Chicago, mm-hmm. but really like that could have been anyone. Like it really, that could have been women. That could have been anyone. Yeah. But Schwarzenegger feels like he he made the movie. I, like, I want to brag can't... on Schwarzenegger for a minute because he did. He went he went all in in a movie he really could have stayed all out of because. According to it, the trivia, uh, he didn't. This was his. This was his conceit not to have to make any more of the Conan the Barbarian movies, which he was still under contract for. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. and he wanted. He really wanted um, uh, Total Recall, and De Laurentiis wouldn't give it to him. So, I find it interesting that Schwarzenegger was such a professional that he he went all in. Yeah, he I, did go all in. You're right. I just, I, I, what I love about this movie is that it's not just Schwarzenegger. Uh, killing people like it because it, it's a uh-huh. lot of that there's a lot of that trust me <laughs> but it's a it's a film that starts with Schwarzenegger as a sheriff and a, and in a shitty marriage and it's a film that ends with him having a really heartfelt moment with Darren McGavin as his old best friend and it's like that, that, there's a whole there's actual story there it's not good yeah, but it's, right. there's, they throw themselves into it <laughs> yeah they it's, really it's okay try. but i honestly of all the schwarzenegger movies i have and that's an important distinction i want to make i haven't seen everything he's done <clears throat> like that more modern thing where he's a town sheriff thing i haven't seen that i haven't seen oh, this yeah, one where his yeah. kid's a zombie i haven't seen that so that's i can't so wait good. i thought we watched i thought we watched that for film yeah we, we did watch the last stand for film sex did we yeah. i don't remember did, <laughs> did we, we really did we really <laughs> but we didn't watch maggie which is a fantastic yeah movie. yeah i didn't no, see that okay well anyway of all the schwarzenegger movies i've seen that i remember seeing um <laughs> rod deal's my least favorite now and here's why i think this randy's right he fills the screen he's schwarzenegger you can't ignore him uh, and the action, there there are moments of action that are actually pretty great, and some great one liners and the things. Minutes. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also a lot of dead air and TV trope stuff that feels like this is just taken off of ABC Thursday night yeah. drama time. Absolutely. Like it's just not a. It's like you know what it's like. It's like Hawaii Five O style, and I don't mean the new one, but Hawaii Five <laughs> style uh, action and acting, but with swears and blood in it. And that's yeah. That's yeah. how this felt to me. It was like a weird, like uncut version of a TV drama, a cop drama, and I just don't think it's any anywhere even close to his right. Best and it, movie. this falls into now. Don't get me wrong. Chuck Norris is fine, but there were some movies with Chuck Norris around this time that felt more like this. Now Chuck Norris yeah. back in the day did more lower budget films, and while this film was a lower budget film, it was still. Schwarzenegger, ten, twelve million dollars for a for the budget, and it's not it's not the story you would expect they to actually, see. They actually claim eight million. 
eight million. Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger was paid for. Like, right. It's kind of remarkable how cheaply they made this movie. They they made their money back in the opening week. They and, must have got uh, free truck rentals because there was a lot of equipment <laughs> right? in this movie, yeah. and it was it must have been free. I, did, I just want to say to Scott's yeah. point, I don't, I, I certainly wouldn't put this in my top ten Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah. But if you were if you were saying to me like you you got to watch a Schwarzenegger movie right now, is it going to be Raw Deal or I would watch Raw Deal over The Sixth <laughs> Day, over Collateral Damage, <laughs> over Junior for sure. Oh, uh, I don't think I saw I, Junior. I would watch. I, <laughs> I would watch know. this. I would definitely watch this over Red Sonja. Red Sonja is just garbage. Oh, I don't know. I kind of like Red Sonja for his just. Well, he's barely in know. it, though. You know. Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, it's a that's a Bridget Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, that's a cameo. With a cameo is. by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. What hurt this movie the most in in my vision is it came out at the same year as Cobra, which was a way much better uh, break into the the crime syndicate. We're and gonna break have it to, up, Rogue We're cop. gonna have to sack it and see because I uh, I don't believe you right now. Yeah, I'm I've never seen you, it. Cobra so I've, kills I've, it. Cobra is awesome. I've seen it. It's been a very long time, so the details are fuzzy. But I remember thinking Cobra was badass. Bad. Like a ass. Can, really I, can cool. I give you the top six Schwarzenegger films according to the internet? Go ahead. <laughs> according to the internet, because um, <laughs> does the internet all get together and agree on one? Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> this is <Which> tough. <laughs> yeah, this is tough though because the top six leaves out um, a couple of movies like. This is kind of notorious. So it's Terminator, Terminator 2, Predator, Commando, Total Recall, and True Lies. Okay. I was going to call BS if True Lies did not appear on this list. Yeah. Predator is the, the, the top. I mean, that's Schwarzenegger. Oh, Predator for sure. I freaking love 90% Predator. 90% of the time is, is Schwarzenegger and Predator. Terminator and even Terminator 2, he's there, but he's not... The central. Don't forget character. when he says "get to the chopper," that's from Predator. Mm-hmm. Like right. some of his <laughs> most like I, 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 that stuff's Predator, man. Like I would say, yeah. Total Recall maybe second place as far as stuff you remember about pulling his pulling that thing pulling. out of his nose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the whole two weeks thing. See, and all I'd that. still I'd still have to because Running Man was not in that list. There's I'd have to replace one of those with Running Man. I don't know which right. one, but. I don't either. Terminator One. I mean, he was barely even in it. He was barely even a thing. Maybe Terminator One, but that's that is considered his his best movie, and it's because everybody else in it acts the hell out of it. You know? Yeah, Yeah, because it's a good movie. So yeah, so it's a two. There's two different that we're got to make a distinction. Good Schwarzenegger movies or our favorite performance by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Right. Appearance. Appearance of Schwarzenegger. Right, and I. I just don't think Raw Deal is it. Like it feels like Raw Deal is a TV show that would have been on TV, and then the TV producer said, "Guys, guess what? A friend of a friend is Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's going to be in this." Right. And they said, "Oh my gosh, we got to make this a full theater movie then, because it'll make tons of money." I know that's not what happened, but but that's how it feels. It feels like he is guest starring in a thing that's below him. And I totally disagree with with uh, Randy about this being feeling like it's made for Arnold Schwarzenegger because other than schwarzeneggerisms like oh you got to watch the stuff you put in your body and oh would you like to go get some exercise i know a 24-hour fitness around the corner yeah. uh i'm paraphrasing but uh <laughs> this right. really could have been stallone it could have been I, I that, that was, but that was also my point my point was that he completely remade the film in his image just by being in it there's right. some, there's something about schwarzenegger that you you look back on this and you're like anyone else would have just been anyone else they would have all made the same movie but there's something about him 
when has, the woman when the woman tears his shirt open and sees right. his chest where yeah. you're like wow okay yeah this is so schwarzenegger Th- there's <laughs> there's two things that 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 uh that he shines at here he is he is first of all he's super big i mean so w- when you see him you're like oh yeah he's yeah. gonna throw some people around he's definitely gonna t- throw some people around didn't need to i mean this is mostly a mm-hmm. gun-toting guy so and secondary like randy's talking about his interaction with uh with with ladies uh from the 80s uh ladies. is, is a little bit he's he's always kind of sweet right you uh-huh. don't you don't feel like he is ever trying to to weasel his way into bed he's just no, he's oh, just a big bu- drunk buffalo in this thing he's just right like, right give, give yeah. me a trope alert oh all right i can give you one hold on got a yeah uh woman is your prize subverted right I wasn't i was <laughs> shocked to find out that this movie sets up the trope from the beginning that he's going to get a woman at a surprise he not only does he get dumped by her halfway through she comes back to him and i'm like (laughs) oh now she's definitely going to be the prize nope in the end he gives her quarter of a million dollars doesn't even kiss her and tells her have a nice life i hope you have it like wow she sucked again sam i hated her i did not like that character and here's why there was nothing sympathetic about any of that. She's just a money grubbing. She, she's what an she alcoholic said, gambler. Yes, that, that gambler. Yep. Alcohol yeah. and and when she said that money. at the table, well, she was at the gambling table. <laughs> I say gambling table because I don't know what they were playing, but <laughs> she was at the gambling <laughs> table. Around, but yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was something like that. But she's sitting there and she yeah. says, "It doesn't matter if there's the money. I always get more. I always get new money anyway." Like some line like that. And by the end of the movie, I'm like, yeah, exactly. You got, that's all this is. It's just men giving you right. money, you doing dirty work for them, yeah. willing to sell uh, to let you, you know, to have sex with this beast just to get uh, info out of him for that other guy that's in everything. Forgot his name, that actor. Anyway, uh, she didn't Max. deserve any of this. Max. There's nothing Max. about her. Max is one of the FBI guys from Die Hard. That's the only thing I remember Robert, him as. Is- oh, he was one of the Johnsons. Robert, right. Robert Davey, right? Yeah, Robert Davey. One yeah. of the Johnsons. Yeah. He's in so many things. But he, we're gonna but, get, we're gonna need to get some new FBI guys, <laughs> right? He's his his favorite my uh, my favorite of his is the Goonies. He is Jake. Oh, right. He's, he's one uh, of the brothers in the yeah, Goonies. He's yeah. good in the Goonies. A lot yeah. lot younger there. Poor guy. Um, just uh, so recognizable because of his his pockmarked uh, face. Oh yeah, yeah, that's everything. Like oh yeah, shaves he's, with a meat tenderizer or yeah, something. Yeah. He's the biggest. He's the biggest uh, face on the License to Kill poster. Like yeah, he, he yeah. is. Oh really. Yeah, his, his the, there's something about it, like they blew up his face to make him look even bigger than. James I think he Bond, keeps all of his money in his little pox. That's what he does. <laughs> Aww, poor thing. He's a, he's a nice guy. I've heard. Anyway, yeah. but the point is, uh, back to this lady for just a second. You were they were they were meant to be building sympathy for me, but even in moments like where oh there's a stick up happening, hey lady at the clothes counter, can you call security? Schwarzenegger right. says it's a stick up, call security, and then she kind of pauses because she's kind of panicked. The lady goes. Call security, you bitch, right. or whatever she says. So, <laughs> right. so yes. you're you're right, Scott. Absolutely, the character was not meant to make us have sympathy for the character. She was basically there to prop up uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character as being someone who at least needs to save someone inside the organization because he is essentially murdering everybody, mm-hmm. murdering just all just all everybody in the whole thing, just coming through so yeah. yeah that that was just to to you know to prop up his character <laughs> and also she, she does save his ass twice mm-hmm. yeah and it's total Oddly. magic 
-hmm. It's total magic. Like In a weird that, way. the setup at the the setup at the cemetery, you're like, how's he gonna get out of this one? <laughs> and then she shows up in the car, like, where did she come from? How did she know he was here? Right. What's she doing at this exact moment? Who cares? Her job is to save his ass. And he even asks her, How did you what what uh what are you doing here? And she's saving your ass. No, no, I mean, like, how did well, you literally, know? Right, really, know like, don't, don't gloss over that. Thank you for saving me. But no, really, why are you I here? Was, I was pretty <laughs> sure they were going to spin it and say that she was like an FBI agent. But I, but they didn't. It's oh, like, like she was oh, embedded the whole time. Okay. and Yeah, yeah like she knew. That. Yeah. Because they had, yeah. you know, they had, they had said there was some other angles. But then we found out that the, you know, the prosecutor guy was, was uh, Stephen Hill, I guess. And I guess he was, is that what his name was? No, it's not Stephen him. Oh, what is this? No, name? I know who you mean. I know who you mean. Uh, he's been in a, a million things. Like, uh, uh, oh. I can't think of his name his, or his uh, I stuff. Either. I know. He's been in a million things. Actually, then Randy brought him up earlier, but all these character actors, they are from everything. They're just from yeah, all Joe, over. Joe Regalbuto, is that what his name is? Well, no, you, had Ed, you had Ed Lautner. You had um, uh, Murphy Brown, Sam Wanamaker, who played Luigi's. In t he was in everything back then, I remember. I mean, the fact right. that we had. Oh yeah, Stephen Hill was in this, and he was he was the DA in um, for a while on uh, Law and Order. He's very good on there. But uh, the person that kept jumping out to me was uh, Harry, played by if I can find his freaking name, Darren McGavin. Oh, Darren McGavin. And and I, I whenever I see him, I get worried because I watch him and go, uh oh, I'm just gonna think of the guy from Christmas Story. That's all it's gonna be, Dad from Christmas Story. Yeah. It's gonna Where's ruin the lamp. It. Yep. And then uh, about Gile. five yeah. minutes in, I'm fine. Da Darren McGavin's a good actor. He deserves more than so me. much. Oh, yeah. It makes you ever. laugh all the time. Even when he is dying by the graveside of blame, he's all like, <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm going to be good. It's a flesh wound. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. He was he, pretty uh, cool. My uncle used to watch a show called Night Stalker. Kolchak the Night Stalker. Oh, we did. We did this was... for autopilot. Tom and I did. We did. Oh, yeah. And oh. We might have even talked about an episode doing an episode for FilmSack at one point. But it was basically like the the x-files of the 70s like he was going and investigating things like werewolves and vampires and and things like that interesting and so ever since then that's you know like i've, I've always liked watching him show up on things um, yeah darren mcgavin's great he's just a he really is. he died i don't know how many years ago but he was uh, if you remember the he could do ago. comedy too he yeah. was great in not only yeah. christmas story but that um oh what's the um billy uh, madison yeah billy madison that was the one he played the rich dad who was trying to get his son to learn how to work for himself or whatever he was also in a movie called dead heat which is a lot like red heat which is not what we watched this week oh yeah we didn't do red heat <laughs> or dead so heat. last week randy asked randy asked last week anybody see raw deal and i'm like yeah i love raw deal yeah. no i love red heat <laughs> yeah and yeah, you uh, had it wrong. I'd, I'd actually seen part of the raw deal <laughs> i saw the shit cake scene uh one time before <laughs> shit cake. so i, I, love I, I knew yeah. that Right. But uh, the rest of it, no. It was like, oh, I, I didn't, I never sit down and really watch this. I've seen parts of it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, some interesting casting. Uh, we mentioned Catherine Harold, who's the love, the, the non love interest. Right. <laughs> the, the, friend, the, friend, the friend, the friend interest. The, right. The friend zoned interest. <laughs> she was uh, loud in Magruder and Loud. Yeah. Uh, she oh. was also uh, Larry Sanders' ex wife on the Larry Sanders show. And oh. she shares the same birthday as me. 
Um, oh, oh, wow. Whatever, you know, whatever that is. But, um, and who are we just not, uh, uh, the shit cakes lady, uh, Amy, <laughs> Amy, Blanche, Amy, Blanche Baker. She's, uh, she was the shit sister, cake. the uh, older sister in 16 Candles, the one that gets what drunk for her own. Wedding. Oh, that's why she looks familiar. I thought she looked familiar. Yeah, she looked familiar. That makes sense. And, and Tina gets credit because the second she appeared on screen, Tina says, Oh, isn't that the older sister from 16 Candles? Mm-hmm. And nice. Yeah, we'll do a deep dive and look that up. She's kept uh, so, Blanche uh, Baker's kept very busy. She's done fine. For I like how well, I, I really thought she was going to be our chick in the bucket, but I can't quite determine if she is or not because we never see her again. The wife? Oh, right. totally chick get, in the bucket. We do dude. get the full story. Eh, right? I'd say chick she's in the a bucket. wife in the bucket for sure. Don't yeah. you know right. it's dangerous to leave a bucket lying around? She's the chick in the bucket. <laughs> yeah, the fact that she mentioned her that that it's really set up that oh you know that she. It's pretty much a failed marriage. She's always angry. She's drunk. She's apparently aggressive or abusive or cake thrower or whatever. Aaron Arnold's going to get out of this and he's going to hook up with. Uh, uh, yeah, our girl. The other friend, girl our right, friend zone. So he puts her to bed drunk and then she spends the rest of the movie sleeping. She, <laughs> she does. That's pretty much what we expect. She's the chick in the bed. Yeah. yeah. Right. Never yeah. see her again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, there, there, there are probably more too because they're. Well, I'll give you a whole set of chicks in the bucket, except they're dudes. Um, the entire crew, and this is in the trivia confirming this, but I noticed this in the show, in the thing, the entire crew from the beginning, all the hitmen that old, were all the old fellas. Yeah, all the old yeah. fellas. <laughs> that, that was it. They never showed up again. Yeah. They were done. That was it. None, they none were, of the hitmen. That was, but I, you know, I, I, I kept thinking, man, that's a really long silencer on that gun. Is that how silencers work? I, don't, I really it wanted to go look pretty it up. long. Yeah, that was so a, yeah. longer the silencer, the silence more silence the bullet. Yeah, right. Got to watch out. So yeah, but, it was, but by that it time was, he was almost he was almost touching the guy in the face. By the time it, <laughs> it's like, hey, you got a silencer? Whoa! Yeah, this it, is all it true. Was, it was real equipment. Uh, I was amused that it made a different sound the second time he fired it. I like. <laughs> There's a lot of of nonsense around the sounds that guns and cars make <laughs> oh, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, big time. Like, I don't even know. Like, so the movie, one of the first things in the movie is, uh, this movie isn't set up to have a lot of car chases. So they, like, shoehorn one in early on is Schwarzenegger driving a Jeep chasing a mm-hmm. fake cop on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, that motorcycle guy gets away. They're in yeah, real life, yeah, yeah, he, just, he yeah. just leaves. Like, there's no, there's no one in a Jeep that ever pursued a motorcycle that caught him. Well, especially because he was like full on Spider-Man on that thing, like up on the, up on top of the logs and stuff. I'm thinking, dude, who are you? What are you doing? You don't know, Randy, that might've been a moped underneath that. I was just dressed up like a cop. Okay. All right. It was was impersonating a a cop. cop. (laughs) It was, it was playing a 14 horsepower motorcycle. (laughs) is what it was doing, And, and that's fine. It's just that, that like, this is a, this is supposed to be a great action scene and it's, okay yeah. but interesting there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of po- points where they speed up and the sound of the yeah. motorcycle isn't right and the sound of the jeep definitely isn't right definitely the jeep does not sound like that when you put, put and, the and thank god on. we're out of the 80s and maybe even the 90s where we have cars that are on dirt roads making you know traction noises like they're on asphalt yeah. because that just doesn't uh, happen there i'm like you can't do that that's dirt yeah. That's another trope, but every car that leaves in this movie peels out. Every yeah. car. 
you do not leave like a normal human. You, you no. squeal out of there. Yeah, you get the H out of there. It's interesting, and everybody, though. And apparently every large equipment, moving equipment, <laughs> these are keys yeah, right there for you to grab a hold of them. Yeah, those are all o- non-approved OSHA the thing, violations, every single one of those things. And also, right. how long can you, I mean, how long can you drive that thing through that building? Hey, really? That right. was great, though. That was such a great well, scene. When all of the cinder blocks are basically just stacked on top of each other haphazardly, then yeah, <laughs> there was point. there was many examples. I don't know if this is a trope, but this movie screamed to me how many times somebody brought a knife to a gunfight. I was like, oh, That's a good one. this guy brought a truck to a gunfight. Yep. He's going to win. This yeah, guy brought this yeah. and it was just all through the movie. Yeah, he just proxy like inappropriately. Just a bunch of proxies for knives. Uh, right and then somehow he'd he'd still win but when he went through that building and as ibit mentioned there was no mortar on those bricks but also who hides 15 mannequins up in a freaking attic (laughs) (laughs) oh no that's the uh the illegal gambling spot right underneath the uh the mannequin warehouse really there's a lot of mannequin violence in this uh there was in this in this movie i wonder if they had like those left over like if they were using them for the different uh you know like dead doubles that they didn't need to do i, don't know. <laughs> I see what you're like right. like throwing jimmy down the rock tumbler and yeah there's another one of those mannequins that <laughs> yeah it's like well we got them all here we got they just brought the truck in might as well just yeah, use it for this first scene here. This filler we'll make sure Speak- that in the clothing store uh, arnold schwarzenegger throws every bad guy against a mannequin right now this movie had something that 80s tv did a lot and i think what happens is you go to a location you just happen to be at a location as a filming scout has nothing to do with any movie you're currently working on. And you just think someday in the future, maybe you'll use it. And like that railroad tie, the railroad railroad uh, planks mm-hmm. that were in that one scene where Schwarzenegger's chasing the motorcycle guy. Uh, it's like, there's no way anybody literally thought that up and said, you know what would be cool? Having a motorcycle you know, <laughs> drive over all top of those uh, railroad <laughs> Planks. stacked railroad yeah, ties. Stacked yeah, like you go, that. You go like, driving go driving around out in the country you find a a yard full of rail ties and you, you right. find the the manager happens to be leaving you're like hey would you like to make 500 bucks <laughs> right. want to come over we here on saturday idea. and film yeah that sounds right that's how that works except, you don't write that <clears throat> except with the whole grain silos thing i don't i i would love to hear a full explanation of how the director of the film got his last name painted in yeah. huge Urban, letters Urban on, Oil. on some grain silos. I love that so much. Yeah. Did he buy the facility? Maybe he just purchased it. <laughs> just buy the blew, blew it up. He blew it up. Oh, so yeah, I good guess point. so. Yeah. I mean, that's you can do that. There's a great, well, I don't want to give anything away, but there's a great Better Call Saul thing this, this current season where a thing like that happens. The owner of something just blows up something he owns. Right. You know what? But what was crazy? <laughs> what was crazy is I was careful. How many times I had to like turn my brain off in during this movie going, there's no way I can pull for a guy who kills himself in such unnecessary terms. Yeah. To blow up a whole oil manufacturing facility, uh-huh. refinery, uh and do all that just so he can say that he's dead and and yeah. traumatize his Fake poor his wife. Death, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap! Couldn't you have figured out something else? It's a little much. A little, little. much. Yeah. A little. Wonder what the cake. Wonder what the cake looked like that she served right. at the wake. <laughs> right. Right. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my gosh, that cake must have been. That was a huge shit cake. <laughs> huge. <laughs> that was a sheet shit cake. Yeah. Sheet yeah. Shit cake. 
the whole thing. I made a gif out of that cake because it was so gross. I'm going to use it forever. Yeah. forever oh, that's forever. just the wrong color. If you're going to do a chocolate cake, you got to go full in. You got to make worst that episode chocolate. of British Bake Off ever. There it is. Right. Hey, I got some. We got to do a little scrutiny. Hold on. Scrutiny. All right. I found a piece of trivia that I just don't understand. It says. Okay. It took months for Arnold Schwarzenegger to master walking and swinging both arms extemporaneously. I saw that. I don't know what, like, basically, are they just saying that when he walked, his hands just stayed walked. perfectly by his sides, and so he had to... I don't know. Your arms know. that big, they would too, right? I just, just don't like, know okay. what it means. I'm try- I try to get my head around it, and I'm thinking, could Arnold not... So extemporaneously, meaning... Um, non-symmetrical right this means sort of yeah like you're right you move your right arm forward when your left leg goes forward and then your left arm forward when your right leg like it's the opposite arm and leg go forward that's so weird it is like they had to teach men to walk you know what that might be it might be all of that muscle lifting body training is very symmetrical right it's very right this Mm -hmm. and then back and then this and then back and then maybe maybe a guy like that needs he always he does walk funny he always has like yeah, a little right. bit, you know, bulky, and those thighs are not, you know, are not moving themselves. So yeah, if you ever, if you ever really want to want to mess with your brain, try walking where your <laughs> right arm moves forward when your right leg moves right. forward. You look like you're, like you're constantly trying to shake people's hands. Oh, weird. Right. I want to try that. I'm trying to imagine it without moving. That guy's here. an alien. I wanna, telling you. I want to figure it out. All right. Well, we've done scrutiny. Then there's a little bit of scrutiny there. We scrutinized it. Uh, also, this is the first of two times where Arnold Schwarzenegger play, uh, enters a gay bar as part of his work. I want to take you to but, a gay bar. I love that song. <laughs> Says he. Wait, would. am I getting this confused between the gay bar because they were they were like kind of like crossing lines between gay bar and. Uh, it was like a, the, what, what do you call it? it like was drag, a drag show? Like a drag. drag. That's what drag I was for. Bar. Drag. Yeah, yeah. Well, drag so yeah, more, tr- it was less purple martini or <laughs> what was, what's the place in uh, Police Academy? The blue iguana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, the blue iguana. I yeah. think what's happening yeah. here is this movie is in the '80s and didn't, and was making no fine distinctions because they had dudes making out in the corner, a couple of guys talking out front, being all flirty. Yeah, like I think right. they a were just of, like a lot of leather it. and uh, one nice pair of assless chaps. What yes. they were what they were really mm-hmm. saying was, "All right, we're going to show you some stuff you want to understand." Yeah, they were just lumping it. They were yeah. lumping it all together and right. saying gay and that was that was yeah. i was trying to figure out what was that crowd because that was a very crowded bar like that was oh, so as packed crowded. in as you could be what were they there to see every glimpse we got of the stage was just a couple of women in dresses kind of walking around yep. i don't understand what the show Man, was you're not gonna you're not gonna mention the bad hair <laughs> i mean you can do you want to mention the bad hair tell us about the There's bad hair. yeah randy like just walked right past the bad hair didn't even mention it whatever you saw which, it which you which saw bad hair she in the back, like in the backstage area, or say she? No, the lady the... right in the face, the one who was doing the lip syncing. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was bad. Candy on the main stage, right? It's like it's yeah. like one of those hairstyles that you go, you didn't have any mirror behind you, you just did everything up front. <laughs> everything was front front do. Yeah, front do, no back do. Oh well, I, I'll tell you another trope that was really nice. Oh. Um, uh, so the main henchman with the pockmarked face. Uh, it's totally, he's totally set up to get, uh, uh, subsumed by Schwarzenegger climbing the ladder of the mob from the inside, mm-hmm. but no, 
no, no, no. He's actually what he said he is, which is good at his job and figures out what's going on. It doesn't work for him. He still gets killed, but it was so awesome to me to see him realizing like when they're up in the dressing room and Schwarzenegger steps in front of him and keeps him from killing one of the, one of the moles, like he realizes that he's being played. Mm -hmm. Like, I just thought that was brilliant. He's, he's he's street smart. And I, I like that too. I agree with you, but he, what he's not, good at is making plans like that one hit that he was pulling on the uh guy in the bulletproof car yeah (laughs) with the stenciling on the window that says bullet resistant glass who puts that on the glass yeah i don't know but it was a bad plan it It worked out for him but it was a bad this is a weird plan I will I will agree there but it is a fun trope to play with i like this kind of uh you know what's okay this is gonna sound weird a better movie of this type uh, in in terms of like the dude you hired can do anything and is a total badass but his personal life's kind of a mess all that stuff there's a better version of this right now and it's out now and it's brand new and it's called extraction and it's fantastic and it's it's a lot more military a lot more action a lot more stuff but it's kind of this idea a little bit and 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 it's probably because i just came off of that and loved that so much i really really enjoyed extraction uh, that this came off as like a weird old cartoon version of this of a similar concept. Now, is Extraction the title as appropriate as Raw Deal? Is this, this no? <laughs> it's Extraction is exactly appropriate. And okay, in, so in, we in expect this, Extraction. Okay. Yeah, in this movie, I don't know what the Raw Deal is. I mean, yeah. everybody gets a who Raw was, Deal. Who was specifically who was getting the Raw Deal? A yeah. lot of people got a Raw Deal in this movie, but they never said Raw Deal. And that I know disturbed this me. seemed like it seemed like a perfect movie to use the phrase somewhere yeah. in the movie. Right. Somewhere. Somewhere. This is a raw right. deal. It's, I wanted to hear Arnold do it. Go, I am, I am getting yeah. a raw deal. He didn't do it. <laughs> Honey, you didn't cook me inside the cake. It's a raw but deal. It's a raw deal. But he did. He did say he did like throw out this. I will be right back. Oh, he did. Like multiple yes. one time. He's yeah. like, I'll be right back. He did. And I was three, like, that's did, not how you say it. He did two or three of those. And I could tell that they were references, but that they were thinly veiled ones. Uh, never did a full I'll be back which he does a lot in lots of movies just to be yeah. funny and I don't know why they held back here and made it more obscure but there you have it um, those mm-hmm. are in my clips today so we'll play those uh, here's another so trope. cigar smoking cigar smoking pretty cool when Schwarzenegger oh yeah yeah he likes his stogies I'd hate to be yeah. around it he loves his stogies have you ever got you guys heard of his quote about that hold on um, I like to stogie no let me see if I can mm-hmm. find it it's really good uh, Arnold and stogies here it is I'll play this I can smoke stogies in my house, first of all, because her father introduced me to stogies, and second of all, because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. <laughs> I don't take no <laughs> shit from anyone. I smoke my stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. <laughs> is, this, is that from Pumping Iron? I don't that know what like, it's from. No, I think that's what it feels like that's way, uh, way more recent. Yeah, it's not like super like last year or anything, but it's something right. more recent-ish in the last... It's, it's since he was governor, I think. Um, this this movie yeah. was peak tobacco, man. It Everybody <laughs> smoked all yeah. the time in this movie. Yeah, peak, peak 80s tobacco is a 
is a time. That's a, definitely and, a thing, right? And Schwarzenegger just throwing away like five and ten dollar cigars. He lights them up and throws yeah. them away. He's got nothing. To, he's got no love for the other ninety five percent of the cigar. Right? No, he doesn't. He keeps throwing them away, and he he like blew that one motorcycle guy up with it, and then you know. Well, it's like it's muffin awesome. tops. Like the top of the muffin, muffin is great. <laughs> that was great. And you done. throw away the rest of the muffin. I mean, no, uh, I don't. Done. Sure, cigar lovers would agree. I'm sure. Right. <laughs> Um, the first bite of the apple is always the best one. The rest but you know, of them are just like that's what I hear. eating half exposed apple. Yep. There you but go. you know, uh, uh, you know who did it better? Uh, 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 who? Stallone in Cobra. He just walked around with a oh match in his gosh, mouth. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Oh, he did have yeah, a he, match in his mouth the whole time. Yeah, he kept mouth in his, it's like, <sighs> what are you doing right now? I'm trying to quit smoking. So I got this match. We have to watch that so bad, you guys. We have to make it a priority. When the minute it pops somewhere. That thing right. gets right. shuffled into the front. I'm with if you like the last twenty minutes of this movie, <laughs> you'd like Cobra. Yeah, Cobra's just oh so great, over the top, <gasps> oh, stupid. Speaking of Cobra in the eighties, yeah. Did anybody get like a nostalgia feeling when they saw the big green uh, dump truck to think that it was going to transform into a transformer? No. <laughs> oh, it did kind of. I did. I didn't did realize I crossed that. my mind. <laughs> no, I didn't. I mean, I, I loved Transformers as a kid, and the Transformers animated. Do you remember the crew, like the later. the the Wrecking Crew, or whoever they were called? What were they called? Uh, the they were the Big Green Transformers. They were. It was Wrecking. It was a whole crew, series, wasn't it? Hold on, something like that, but I can't remember. Transformers. I meant to look it up. Wreckers. They're called Wreckers. Wreckers. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's oh, it. Oh yeah, the Wreckers. They Here comes cool. a Wrecker. Yeah, they were. St- uh, uh, they were Decepticons, and if you right? you could put them together, and you could put them together and they make a bigger one. Oh, yeah, they made a giant one, and he was called something. Yeah. Uh, it was called... Impactor? No, is that it? Well, oh, no, it's something. Uh, Impactor. That's it. Impactor. Oh yes, yes. Yep. Woo-hoo. It was, and they were Decepticons. They were evil. They were not cool. Yes. Not cool, yo. But yeah. they, but you're supposed to be planes or whatever. I take that back. They're very. Week. They're actually very cool, but they're, oh, they're, they're wicked. they were dicks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, here's a trope. Uh, money flying all over the place when you're at a casino bar place. So as soon as there's trouble and everyone's running yeah. for their lives, just money everywhere, just flying. Everywhere. Even though they're all yeah. playing with chips, nobody's got real money out on the floor. It's all chips. But no, as soon as the guns fly, money I think about that. flying. And free then, yeah. it's really and good. also the trope of no one cares about the money while they're fleeing for their lives except one guy who tries <laughs> yeah. to grab all the money. Yeah, that guy's I always there. That. <laughs> the guy that runs around grabbing it out of the air, right. stuffing it in his pants. Usually gets shot, too. Usually gets shot because yeah. he's being yeah. greedy and grabbing chips off the floor and stuff. Most people value their lives way more than money in the moment. So that guy is actually portraying a, an opposite feeling. He doesn't care if he lives he just wants to live with a little money for a minute. Yeah, just a little to get him by. Just Although he's bit. doing it more, he's going about it more honestly than the lady that left the country with two hundred and fifty grand in her pocket, though. Yeah. How do you Lame. feel about how do you feel about uh, uh, like our our law enforcement, FBI? This is always happening in movies mm-hmm. where they go, "Oh, I want to save this one individual, and I'm going to give him a bunch of the." Uh, the the crook money the spoils yeah, yeah. Doesn't, how does that doesn't that, that, feels dirty. that stuff feels like it needs to get tracked i think that stuff yeah. needs to go in evidence you yeah. can't just yeah. say well you just want a lottery help yourself yeah that's in, weird in the real world that guy would be on a headline somewhere on the news right. and right. we would all go what a piece of turd <laughs> i mean right yeah collectively we would all say what yeah. a piece of yeah. turd yeah a piece of turd. I like the term "what a piece of turd." That's a fun phrase. <laughs> you piece of turd. I, 
I do think that Carol Baskin's first <laughs> husband <laughs> is alive in Costa Rica or yeah. wherever he liked to go. Belize, Costa Rica. Sure. Right. I, I really do think he is. And I do think it's possible if you can get a bunch of cash together before 9-11 for you to get on a plane and, and go to some other country south of the United States and then live. I think it's possible. It's entirely mm. possible. It's so funny you bring that up. I listened to the podcast that came out before the documentary. Turns out those documentaries are kind of shifty. Oh, oh there's some shifty, shifty business happening. Sensationalized? There. More you than tell, that. Trust me. If if there was anything to Carol Baskin murdering him, they wouldn't have put the entire story in the third episode. That's that's how you could tell that that's a bunch of BS. Right. Yeah, it was just some. It was some. It was some well-made reality TV and. They weren't great at telling, letting you know that that's what you were about to witness, and that kind of bums me out because it's just kind of mm. against the code of documentarians. <laughs> I won't say I didn't enjoy it because I did, but absolutely. Well, there's you know there's levels of you documentaries. Enjoyed a little bit less when you see the yeah. Yeah. how much sensationalism there was. It's kind of annoyed I, me. I'm glad to say that Carol Baskin's finally off the hook for Kim Jong Un, though. Looks like he oh, showed up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Although so she didn't feed him to the tigers. There's a lot of people I, like Justin yesterday said, "How do you say Dave in, in Korean?" And I'm like, because he thinks that maybe isn't him. Oh, he thinks it's a Kevin <laughs> Klein Dave situation. Yeah, that's what he thinks. Oh, Looks a little something's <laughs> weird about his face. Something's a little off. Nobody's quite oh, sure funny. if it's him. So. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, who knows? I think you have to you have to go with Occam's razor there. Like, if it was India, yes, but North Korea having a fake guy, no, they right. they're way they're too militant. They would be killing each other before they would be uh, putting a fake guy out in front of a camera. Right. I, I did know. like the I did like the question though. You know, Schrodinger was curious about him. Is he is he alive? Is he dead? Does it matter? I don't know. Yeah. But then in this uh, in this movie, yeah. Did you guys did notice the uh, the elevator part? The elevator part where the guy letting him in and said, "We don't have a basement." That guy? No, that guy was super smiley. I like that. The, the, the fake out of the fake out. Fake out. Fake yeah, oh, they're always yeah. they're always the the room full of gunmen as the elevator comes up. Yep. Ding. Yep. Yeah. You know, and then all the shooting. Yeah, and they stuff. just make them waste all their bullets because yeah, I, I think I would think as a as a uh, gang member, you'd wait for the doors to open yeah. and then just and start step filling out. it with bullets. Yeah. yeah. Or just, just one guy shooting in the elevator. Probably plenty, plenty. Yeah. I mean, somebody just in the elevator, right. pretty right. easy to hit. Also pretty take easy. some cover. Cause right. he may be opening that elevator with a huge semi-automatic freaking, you know, mm. 50 caliber bullet monster yeah. gun in there. You don't know. So get well, the sure. hell behind something and then watch until yeah. it opens. Like that was dumb. There's some yeah. great there's some great uses of the empty elevator in other movies though. Uh, I really like in the professional. Do you remember the professional? Oh yeah, the, I love that. Leon. Alone. Uh, no, it's a Leon. He's supposed to be in the elevator, but he's not, and he put one of the bad guys in there. Yeah. So yes, the bad guy, yes. you know, is facing all of the. All of the so there's risk. a scene in Cobra where <laughs> <laughs> I think I was thinking of the specialist. I, in those situations, I fully expect the uh, the good guy to drop down from a ceiling panel, yes, and then start right shooting afterwards. as soon as all everybody's out of bullets. Yeah, yeah. isn't that what uh, you know, what Bruce Willis did in Die Hard? Yeah, pretty much, didn't he? Uh, also, Men in Black in Two. That's, did he? that's in Men in Black Two as well. What am I oh, thinking of in uh, Die Hard? He sent the, oh no, he, he sent the chair he, down there with the guy attached to it. Right. That's right. right. Ho ho ho. Yeah. Also, <laughs> but also a fun one because they were all sitting there waiting for it to open to shoot whatever was in there, and it opened and it was their guy with a sign on him. 
That's that's a, a that's a how, that's how a parallel trope. You know, that open up into a room. I mean, just flat out open into a room. Very oh, few, as opposed to a hallway. hallway. Yeah, yeah, very, very few. Very few. But that's, very a, few. that's, a, that's a sign of wealth, right? Is it? Wealth yeah. is when you don't have to walk down a hallway. Yeah, that's right. true. It was the Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza, dude. They had lots of money. Well, I'm there. not. I'm not sans hallway rich. <laughs> I mean, sheesh. <laughs> really wealthy. The Nakatomi's. The elevator that just opens up into a penthouse suite. Yeah. yeah. That's what that's I'm so nice. The, Naka, the Nakatomi's have lots of money so they can afford it. When I get my elevator one day, I want it to be in a loft somewhere and one of those kinds where you have to get down and lift up the thing like a garage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The metal gate and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have a directions. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to sideways and slantways. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. You have to first lift up your vertical blinds and you can do your horizontal. Oh, oh, so you, you have an yeah. operator in there that, like, has a, instead of buttons on the side, he has a, uh, like a gear shift thing that adjusts which floor it's going to. I don't know how that works. You got to have a dude in there. That's have the you fun. seen? You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? It looks like, uh, it looks like um, yeah, absolutely. They did. They they actually had a guy like that in the uh, in the skit for SNL with uh, oh, with Tom Hanks. They did. There you go. A recent you one. I'm talking about. I don't remember. No, that. it's the Halloween one. I don't remember that oh, either. Oh, 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 yes. In the, uh, <laughs> the Tower of David, Terror. David S. Pumpkins. Yes, David S. Pumpkins. Okay. Yes. Why do I not right. know that? I haven't seen that. You haven't seen? Oh you haven't even God. seen the animated special? Nope. Nope. Oh, see, now, David gosh. S. Pumpkins is, is one of the more recent ones that you probably should see. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch it. I actually I'm really like their right I like their stuck at home stuff they've been doing. I think is like some of the best work they've done in a long the first, time. The first hour of it's good. The first forty five minutes of it is good. It, they they figured out the formula to make sure that they do the same thing with the stay at home version of SNL yeah. as they do with the live version, which it's is the same trick. Front load it. Front load it with all the good stuff. Yeah. What, what's everything that made us laugh really hard uh, this week? Okay, do those first, and then maybe they'll stick around. Yeah. Yeah. It's SNL. That's their biggest problem. You know why? Because the thing runs so damn long. They need just yeah. not, why is it an hour yeah. and a half or whatever it is? Just well, it's really... because you had the well, you still have the they still had the two musical guests or the yeah. musical guests. They had two, Miley. Two, they had Miley you know? Cyrus, and she only did one song. Well, this okay. time I was, but, I was disappointed. But, but normally was really they good. do. Yeah, she was good actually. That was a good performance because um, that takes up almost twenty minutes of the show between. Because had to cut between commercials and right. everything else. I mean, it's, it's right. a long. Did, did you guys watch the the new Zoom episode of uh, Parks and Recreation? No, I heard it was funny. Yeah, though. it was it, it was uh, very impressive. I'm I'm amazed at how they worked everybody into it, even like Perd Happily and <coughs> and, they, and, and they told some John little Ralphie stories, but they yeah. didn't make the, they didn't drag it out. They just told exactly. some of the stories. It was well, nice it was that they were all in character, right? Wasn't that the deal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and did it have? Did Chris Pratt come down from his high loft? And oh yeah, he, he came. Yeah, made a couple appearances. Did he? Did he puff himself say, up a little? Make like himself three scenes. He should have eaten the, a cake before he went on there, because man, <laughs> he he's a cake. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was he was fat in the beginning, but he did slim down during the filming of Parks and Rec. Like, it was way later late, seasons, though, right? Was, uh, like season yeah. four on, and five. On this new episode, he was cut. Uh, he's always Dude is really in shape this week. Yeah, he's he used uh, to he used to be a little he was a little ball. more a little more Johnny Karate, a little less Burt Macklin. <laughs> <laughs> I like the distinction. It's good. Uh, hey, if you were thinking that there was something in this movie that grossed me out, you'd be wrong. I didn't find anything gross. So, really? Yeah. Not even shit. What about well, that? Yeah, the shit cake was, was pretty I mean, gross. It was icing. gross, but it, I'd eat it still. Like, oh, you'd eat that? Yeah, if I had to. 
I wouldn't want to. And right now I'm off the show. I wouldn't so I want wouldn't, to. But, you can't make me. Yeah, you can't make me eat it. But if, if that was presented to me and there was a piece on a plate and it just had a lot of frosting, that's fine. I don't care. Right. You'd take a little dip. It's not gross. Uh, got some actual alternate titles for this movie. I'm so happy when you when I come up with them. Oh, what do you got? Uh, where where like like you said, the move the name Raw Deal isn't isn't going to work for uh foreign audiences at all. Yeah. It it barely works for us. Like we we kind of get that what a, a raw deal is is but like the movie doesn't really really have a double cross that goes to, you know all to hell mm-hmm. so um in latin america the movie was called kaminsky mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> kaminsky <laughs> not, not kaminsky bad. method no right. no Just but there's there's a, there's a kaminsky and there's a leminsky in this in this movie and they really should have figured out a way to make two <laughs> opposing characters have different names <laughs> that would have uh, been great it was also going with old fellas. Yeah, it was also called Triple Identity uh, overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. It was also it's uh, uh, it's what do they call that before you make the final decision? It's your trick name or your what do you call it? Your your secret name, whatever. Your, your secret name. I'm going with secret alias. Name. A- like your alias. No, your no alias. Great name. The name too. of your movie before it's working title. Working title. Your nom de plume. Oh, working title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's and, the term. Uh, the weird one is in Japan. This movie was called Gorilla. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they look, took one look at Schwarzenegger and said, "Gorilla, <laughs> look at him. He's huge. Hairless gorilla." He could beat us with like his arms. Yeah. Maybe yeah. people will think this is a nature documentary. Let's let's do it. <laughs> Happy, oh. happy junior I mean, fun time. Really, I should call really it. Really, not at all having anything to do with the movie. Yeah, right. I don't know what the gorilla. Well, I mean, kind of like, uh, well, I well guess. was he like a gorilla fighter? Like he's on his yeah, own. Yeah, gorilla warfare is yeah. what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, go- so like gorilla. A, yeah, because the uh, yeah, gorilla. Which is gorilla. Jerry Rilla. Got it. Uh, all right. I have they clips. Do you want me to do clips? I have some. Oh my gosh, there's got to be so many wonderful clips. Check out these. By the way, the the final four notes of my notes were not his best. Has some moments. <laughs> was best when the action was on. A lot of talking and downtime for Arnold. Those are my notes. Yeah. I was really bummed oh, out. Did, here's one quick thing I did write down: Navy Pier, where that uh, battle, that the, the car chase uh, goes on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the end of the pier, that kind of curved front building, mm-hmm. is the ballroom where I just uh, did the geek ball. Oh, Geeks are really? geek ball. Oh, no the way. last time I, it feels like the last time I left the house was when I went to Chicago. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Pier, to Chicago. Yeah. All right. So this, the, was, the, this was actually filmed in Chicago. I wasn't sure if they were yeah, cheating or whatever. And some North Carolina, uh, right? The what? The who? Might have been. Some in North Carolina. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I'm sure the Jeep chase, Jeep uh, right. motorcycle chase was probably there. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah. You so apparently the Jeep and motorcycle lie. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> before okay. they turned Navy Pier into a tourist destination. Because if you go there now, it's it's nothing but shops and restaurants and uh, entertainment and, you know, mm. stick you in a in a box that jostles around and has a video screen mm. in the front that makes you feel like you're on a roller coaster. A little, uh, like little gentrification happened there, did it? A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking about you, Ibit, because I was thinking about, uh, when they were playing trivial pursuit, pursuit yeah. in, uh, in the lodge there, I was like, I was like, I, I was trying to figure out, would this be the year that the greatest amount of hype was around that game? Because there was a oh. one point in time, you got trivial pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it was everywhere. Yeah, this would have been uh right. This would have been right in the right in the excitement of trivial pursuit. And the cards does right. moves. 
Yeah. Your card says boobs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, it, it's the Moors. It is not how sorry, you play Trivial Pursuit, by the way. No, it's not. This movie did not even try. Right. Uh, right. Right. One right. guy asks a question. The other one says, I'm going to take a guess. The other guy smiles at him and just puts the card back. Like, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> they don't know the rules, dude. Yeah. Well, it was before we understood the complexities of how to play trivia. Right, pursuit. right. Yeah. Things wow. got things got clear. Took us later. a while to wrap our mind around the. Uh, it's the true story. It was played. hard. Wait, I got this little round piece, and I get pies. Yeah. yeah. What is this? Answer yeah. the question. If you get it right, you get a piece of plastic to shove into the larger piece of plastic. That's I, right. It's the easiest game ever. Yeah. Simple. Simple and easy. I, it was another decade. It was in the 90s when we finally figured out how Trivial Pursuit was supposed to work. So that's how it is. <laughs> all right. Here is a uh, – I got some clips for you all here today. Uh, you may have asked why I've asked you here today. It's because I got clips. So here are my clips. Uh, let's start with this one. Uh, this is a uh, – I don't know what. So here it is. How many times was John Wayne nominated for an Academy Award? Probably not enough. And then puts the card back. Good job. Yeah. No yeah. answer. Just uh, – yep. Congratulations, you're not getting nothing. And I think the answer is once for uh, True Grit Rooster Cogburn, but I don't know for sure. That would be my guess. I think that is correct, but I'm not sure. I want to know if that's an actual question in Trivial Pursuit. It might be. It might be. That is my trivia question. Uh, Hold on, let's see. Genus Edition? John Wayne. Mm, The Genus Edition. That's the one I had. Which ones did you have? Had to have the blue with the gold writing foil, right? Yeah. The answer, the actual answer. I had the is World three. of Warcraft. So he was nominated until, uh, for he was nominated for three Oscars. You're right. Uh, oh, what three. Did he he was winner for True Grit, okay. nominee for the Alamo, nominee for Sands of Iwo Jima, mm. and so, then a winner for right. a bunch so of other Stan, stuff. Sands of Iwo Jima and True Grit were for acting, and the Alamo was for directing. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't know he directed that. That's cool. What about that crappy movie we watched where he was in a safari? What was that called? Uh, Hatari. Hatari. Oh, and we didn't watch it, remember? We canceled it and didn't do it for the show. Oh, I thought we did. Nope. Well, I definitely watched it. Oh, I know you did. You, I think you were the one that kiboshed it. Didn't you come back and and, and say, oh, I've got to veto no, this one? I thought we watched it. I thought we did a sack on it. Did we not? Nope. That was that one's famous for, we got, um, I think we may have all have watched it and then all came to the conclusion that no, we're not doing this. Because I made clips and stuff and everything and we didn't do it. We never made oh. an episode. Hmm. It is so perfectly sackable. <laughs> we may have to come back to it. I don't know. Let's give it a more I, time so I can forget about it. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely watched it at the time. I remember watching it about six years ago. Well, here I is, remember watching all three hours of it as well. Yeah, here, maybe that was the problem. Here is uh, there was the scene where Arnold needed a uh, needed to pee, and so uh, this was the solution. We having a potty. We're having a potty. <laughs> Because he can't say Good. party, so Good. he said potty. Nice. Uh, I like this. The hell it's not. She is really worked up, dude. Oh, yeah. Shit. The Come hell on. it's not. Oh, this cake is shitty. All right. My life sucks. I got a raw deal. Thank you for saying the title <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> that would be great if the cake said raw deal on it. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. Like, oh, we, re- we can edit that now. Yeah, you can. With computers. Good, yeah. With not- computers. With computers. All right, here he is being health conscious. This is going to make us fat. You think because we're in shape, we're not already fat? I, I don't what? I think. Yeah, what? That's yeah. what I think. Because if we're in shape, we're not fat. Yeah, I don't. Wait, are you talking about P H A T or F A T? Too early. Too early for that, I think. Too early for that. Yeah. Because round is a shape. That's, that's true. <laughs> um, I don't. This is Arnold again doing something. 
Oh yeah, this is a dumb line. You should not drink and bake. Don't drink and bake. You should not drink and bake. bake. However, son if you want bitch. to drink and then get baked, that's okay. You son so, of a bitch. Oh, sorry. Go so ahead. there's the there's the most memorable line in the movie, yeah. and it's been with me my entire life. I really? you know, saw this saw this movie when I was too young to see it. And uh, the I am certain there's a Mandela effect for me here because mm. I remember him being uh, Super Arnold saying that line. I remember him saying, "You should not drink and bake." <laughs> and and I remembered it. I, I just I just remember that real seriously. And so watching this movie this week, and then hearing him kind of deliver the line, I'm like, "Oh, they must have gone back and and re like overdubbed that. They must have." I, there's no way Maybe. That, that that didn't used to be really badly delivered because the, that's what made it memorable. The best part is the <laughs> emphasis on bake. You should not drink and bake. 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 I like when he does that. He's actually, he's actually surprisingly good at delivering some lines at this point in his career. Yeah. he's yeah, getting. This is, the, this is like him where he starts to really start branch, branching that out, and it gets, it gets real crazy after this. Then, we, then, then it's nonstop. Uh, here's uh, some big M words. For whatever that means, okay. So here's the. <laughs> I know, I know exactly. You're gonna do the, oh. uh, the alliteration of what happens. To oh the, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. it made me laugh so hard. All right, here it is. <laughs> he molested, murdered, and mutilated her. I'll bet that's like the twelfth <laughs> take, and dude. Mutilated. He molested, totally. murdered, and mutilated her. <laughs> he basically did the three M. He did the three M on her. The final, I, the final, gotta, even her is hard for him to say, but yeah. You gotta, you gotta Good believe man. though, they did go back and do a lot of retakes of audio. Oh yeah. They just had to. There's no way he, he got these right every time while the cameras were rolling on the best shot. Yeah. And the one that blew my mind, I'm, I'm wondering if you have this, is he tries to tell a joke during the fake lovemaking scene yeah. where they're like headed toward the bedroom and they fall through the door. And so the camera isn't on his face. So they can record him saying this joke all they want. They can just keep going and going until they get it right, and they didn't get it right. Oh, where it he sounds- says, "Where the bed? I, you know what I like about bedrooms? There are often beds in them, or whatever." There's, yeah, that's yeah, not that's a joke. It's yeah. not almost even a always joke. A, it's like almost always a bed in there, <laughs> it's and so they're like, dumb. In, it, you, it, I had to listen to that five times to understand <laughs> what he said. I don't understand why they didn't just get it right. Well, I do have a few things like I, that. Coming I would. I want to say one thing right here in the middle of the show. Just mm. to stop the show. Yeah, go ahead. I want to say that I, I, Cobra. It, it, my, Cobra was a better movie. So <laughs> let's move on. No, I just want to say I, I love and appreciate what Scott Johnson has done all these years on Film Sack, where he, where he watches every movie a little bit differently than his other three. He watches and listens. I'm sure he probably mostly watches it at his computer so he can capture these audio. Yeah, I clips. have to. I don't have any other and choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a different experience. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of envious of that. I've been trying to kind of do that a little bit lately with some movies. And well, just when you listen. hear, it's it's great because when you're sitting there and you're like, all right, I'm 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 paying attention to plot and character and stuff and m- moments. But occasionally someone will go, eh, and I'll go, what the hell was that? And I'll just record it because <laughs> I love I love when movies leave weird artifacts in them. Like, And they all yeah. seem to do it. They're, like, There's hardly one of these episodes that goes by without some weird, shitty, weird thing. And we're coming up on a couple here that... I just scratch my head and go, well, who in editing said, yeah, go ahead, leave it in. Like, well, I, I just I, wanted I to thank it. Scott and just 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 to point out that very special role that Scott plays. Oh, what a what a lovely thing to say. I feel like I should um, make out with you during a pandemic. Say, say uh, thank you. 
next clip. Next, next clip. Here it is. When Nip Brian flip. when Brian Ibbett was asked about his prom night, his this was his response. This is some old tape I got from your mom. Okay, you ready? Here it is. All right, ready. Brian Ibbett asked about his prom night. I'll take the fifth on this. Okay. He wouldn't tell. He wouldn't say. <laughs> on anything else you want to ask me, Mom. Yeah. Anything else. Yeah. Hey, yeah. And he's like, I'll take the fifth on the next question. Yep. I'll take the fifth on what I want for lunch. Yep. Like, is, <laughs> is this a congressional hearing? Is this uh, an investigation? Or is this actually I don't a trial? Know. They made I never that could up. understand. It sounded like congressional hearing stuff, and it just yeah, seems really contrived and stupid. You don't really take the fifth. No. But Brian would if you asked him about his problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's that Dirty Harry line again. Who do you think I look like? Dirty Harry? What's great is he's... <laughs> I hate how he ends it. <laughs> Dirty Harry? Uh, what I hate about it is, or what I like about it, is he's talking to Harry while he call it, when he says Dirty Harry. Who do you think I look like? <laughs> Dirty Harry? There's something I like, I like about that. But it, he paused to it, look. And it's such a weird... It's such a weird phrasing of that line. It should be, who do I look like? Dirty Harry? Or who do you think I am? Dirty Harry? Yeah. But not, right. who do you think I look like? Yeah. Who do you think I look <laughs> like? Dirty that Harry? That whole scene was weird anyway. Who do you anyway, think I greatly resemble? <laughs> Dirty Harry? It's them sitting in a room somewhere with uh, Harry doing a lot of arm action. It's a really weird scene. Who do I have that an uncanny weird. resemblance to? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Here's this an isn't un- Facebook. You can't ask that here. That's right. Here's one I called unhappy man. I think that's might be the line. I think you look like an unhappy man. Yeah, that's basically. Oh. Yeah. That's why I named There's it that because that's what he says. All right. Uh, when asked what band he would like to hear on the radio, he replied, "You have a cure. <laughs> you have the cure. Oh. <laughs> he likes he the cure. No you know, fried am and love, all that stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. a big fan of pictures of you. That's so, right. You know." Yeah. Yeah. I like the cure. days. You know, he loves all that. Stuff. I'm in the mood now. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna listen to the cure later. There you go. All right. Here's the hanging guy. He was cracking me up. There's the dude that was stuck on the rafters in the bar. Oh and yeah. Blasted yeah. out. And so here's that guy. <laughs> He's just up there going. <laughs> I did not hear that at all. I love that. That guy even made it into the trailer, by the way. If you go and watch the Rodiel trailer, I watched it this morning. That uh, Rafter guy makes it into the trailer. Oh, man. I meant to keep. I was mean to watch trailers before we do this. I always forget to do it. That's a good Now, is this the thing. original 80s trailer you're discussing, or yeah. was it the remastered hd trailer which by nope. the way makes this movie look fantastic oh. yeah no the hd one i see on on imdb no this one was on uh, on youtube and it's definitely right. 80s as 80s as hell yeah mm. that right. was a great stunt like i i was so impressed with the stunts in this movie some of them throwing a guy up onto the onto the thing and then he falls down onto a table yeah that was just amazing some of that like, was okay a lot perfectly. of the, if you look at a lot of the stunts in this movie though they were really bad well like we you guys are making fun of in your openers like the death mm-hmm. shots were, were yeah everybody over dramatic right. nobody knows how to just fall down and die like i i if i had the uh the gift capabilities that uh scott and, and dunaway have i would have absolutely captured the guy on top of the crane the first guy that gets shot in the gravel pit because he oh, yeah. he has a spasm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this what it looks like? It's so I'm weird. Talking. There was one guy who had a squib that exploded, but it was like lower lower in his on in his rib cage, but he grabs his heart. Yeah. So it's it's a weird scene. It's like this the squib blows up over here, but then he like grabs his heart. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, wrong hole. It's weird. Yeah, he grabbed wrong hole. Wrong, wrong hole. hole. We've all been there. Um but I, also oh I, yes, I go just, ahead, Randy. 
I just want to restate though, like there are some great stunts in this movie. Like you're you're talking a lot about bad acting, but like there's just this really simple thing where they've uh they've figured out the ultimate heist on City Hall or the police department or whatever you want to call it. And they they figured out how to get everybody out and get their crew in and steal a bunch of money and drugs and get out with it safely. And the crew has to run into the building, run down hallways, and mm. set up outside a vault. And that crew could have totally looked like a bunch of Keystone cops while they were <laughs> they doing good. it. But <laughs> no, good. they looked amazing. Yeah, they they looked like they had like they they're running and they're pointing guns in places and they're looking around. And it just like it was one of those simple little things where I just you know, the stunt coordinator deserves some credit for making that look good. Absolutely. Also, uh, that's a cool heist idea. I'd never. I don't think I've seen one in a movie where they said, "Hey, what if we claim to be bomb experts to stop this fake bomb?" And this thing we carry in there is the thing we carry the bomb out with. And instead, it's now full of money, but we're now rushing out with it. And everyone thinks there's a bomb in there. So, of course, everyone out of the way, get a safe distance, get in this truck. Like, that's a that feels like a unique heist idea. But maybe I've seen it before and I just don't remember. But seemed seemed like a solid plan. I I love the scene where Schwarzenegger uh, proposes it because the other two men in the room are lifelong gangsters and they both look so impressed. They're both like, whoa, that's a great idea because it actually is. Yeah. Well, speaking of one of those. I'd watch that film. Oh, I would too. I totally would. Speaking of one of those guys, this is my favorite line from him. You son of a bitch. I like that guy. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) It's almost like he says, you're spun of a bitch. Son of a. Let me try it again. You son of a bitch. See, I can see that. Yeah, you're spun of a bitch. All right. Spawn. I get it. Spawn of a bitch. Oh, spawn of a bitch. You son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm not sure exactly. Not sure what he means. All right. Spawn. Here's uh, Arnold saying, "Shut up!" In the back of the car. Shut up. All right. Where he had the gun out and did that whole thing. Maturity. Give it to me. Uh, in this movie, I asked, where's down? Down. There is no down. There is no down. Okay, cool. That's Ooh. good. There's uh, no spoon. Here's, this is the best. I'm in a computer. I'm in a computer. I'm in the, look me up. I'm in, I'm the in computer. a computer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so I'm 86. in a computer. Yeah. It's yeah. a computer. You're going to have to look around and find the computer. Yeah, the computer. That is <laughs> a computer I'm in. Yeah. There's no interconnected anything in 86. Not really. Not not in this place. Not in this gangster hideout. I'm in a computer. In the computer. All right. P is for what? What's a P stand? Pussy. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> you did it. You did it. Yeah. What, why would you assign that as your own middle name? I don't know. No. I don't know. You know what's odd, though? I felt like there was so much more of a pregnant pause between... There when was. He actually responded. There was. I edited out. I edited like, out a little bit of space there. You're. you're oh, did you? Right. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Like you really thought about it. Yeah. Because I was like, I was going some hell. I was like, P is for pudding. P is for <laughs> predator. Yeah. Predator. predator. Should have said. Oh, why didn't he say predator? I guess predator wasn't out yet. That was the next year. No. Yeah. Oh, weird. I'm getting all my timelines mixed up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this lady's great. When was the last time you had a good piss? I don't know. When was it? You want to have a good oh, piss yes, now? Oh, yes, the, the old attractive FBI agent to distract the, yep. the, the, Out jogging. the guard. Jogging right in her hard shoes. Yeah, before, mm. exactly. You can trace it back. All right. This movie's... What? Oh, here's, here's one of the I'll be backs, but in a different way. Okay? So here's this one. 
I will be checking back with you. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. Because like I could tell they were going to do it. It was right when he was like right. sticking his cigar in the hole in the guy's desk. And he right. looks up and he goes. And he had, and the whole point was he was going to be back. So I'm like, oh, here it is. He's going to say it. And he looks in the camera and goes. I will be checking back with you. <laughs> what the crap, dude? <laughs> All right. Here's. I don't know what this is. I think so. Oh, this is him when he's drunk. Right. And this sounds ridiculous. That's him going, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Oh. I think so. I think so. It's really weird. He's pretending to be drunk. And then we get the incredible shot oh. of looking down the hallway and he's trying to figure out what she's doing. Yeah. And so he's doing stage snoring yeah, that yeah. to throw yeah. her off. Hey, right? you know. Usually, I would not buy any stage snoring, but from Schwarzenegger, I feel like that's how he would snore. No, because he did this. He went, he went like this. He went, and then he went. Yeah, he almost me, did. Me, 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 me. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I exactly. would love that. <laughs> I want the super cut of that. Uh, I don't have it, yeah. unfortunately. But here he is Do laughing it. while he's drunk, so there's that. <laughs> it's nice and subtle. All right, what's this? Smart, I like. Smart ass, I don't. Okay, jeez, oh, that's a good so line. Serious. Yeah, that's that same guy that yelled. Uh, Smart watch, I want. <laughs> it's that same dude. Uh, dial dipshit. What? Dial dipshit. Oh, <laughs> dial oh, <yeah>. dipshit. <laughs> she was just awful. Ugh. Oh yeah, that was a weird scene. That was in the mall when the uh, when the, the retribution yeah. came about. Call for, the police. Yep. Call security, yeah, that was yeah. so. How are those three guys? Who were usually gambling at night and out in the middle of the day, walking down the mall, eating their giant cookies and orange Julius, <laughs> just happened to notice that he's in there from the back of his head yeah. while somebody's getting dressed out. You're making also a comment on social uh, social etiquette from the time yeah. uh, with. Uh, Will a man sit while a woman changes clothes in a mall? Because mm. it used to be like, no. Boy, she's so surprised that he was going to do that yeah. for her, too. You're going to stay here? Oh, I like you so much. Yeah, Friend zoned. Yep. And then things went bad. Dial dipshit. And she got to be rude. Hard on the hell. Can we save that <laughs> clip for uh, when we're trying to get people to call in for Babel Royale? <laughs> That's <laughs> a great idea. I am going to market to do that. Hold on. Use this. Go with TMS. The All right. I now have a note on it to remind me. Uh, here's the second version of I'll Be Back. I'll be right back. <laughs> now it's I'll be right back. <laughs> right. That's good. Uh, here's the music I was talking about. Straight out of some TV show. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Waiting for it. Yeah. It had some sax, but I didn't. I didn't get that part. It had some keyboards playing sax sound. Yeah, that's good exactly. point. Good point. That's some weird music, man. It was all uh, over the place. Yeah. This movie also had a We've Got Company. Mm-hmm. That was exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. We've Got there. Company is like uh, the Wilhelm scream of, of uh, <laughs> lines. Yeah. We've Got Company. That a lot in so oh. many movies. Also, uh, let's quickly just mention, I know uh, Dunaway mentioned it earlier in passing, but uh, we got uh, two movies in a row, this and... Um, Nighthawks both featured a licensed song from the Rolling Stones. Yes, it wasn't the yeah. same no. song, was it? It wasn't this. This was... one, on, this one on cassette. I, I couldn't tell if it was the original or not because I was so distracted by all. Well, the according to the trivia, it's a different cassette that he puts into the uh, 
right the tape player then it's it's not really oh it like a cassette single i, I just and don't what, what was the song yeah. last week though this week it was satisfaction brown last... sugar was last brown week i think and this week is... uh, okay and then the okay. ver the version of this song we hear is an edit where we're hearing the beginning of the chorus over and over Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they we never we never hear whole swaths of the song yeah. it goes on for a while but it's just a it just repeats the part of the song they wanted to right. to play that, that he can't get uh, any satisfaction yeah he can't get any satisfaction. <laughs> at customer service yeah, yeah. right yeah. <laughs> yeah something like that all right here it is funny though how he like that stops immediately when he runs into the uh the bulldozer or the, yeah, the front yeah. loader but the fact that he does not have a seatbelt on doesn't make him fly through the missing windshield into right. the <laughs> I did like how they realistically portrayed him kicking out the windshield. That is that is the yeah. appropriate amount of effort it would well, take it. for Schwarzenegger yeah. to yeah, kick he out. Probably he did, did it. it. They're, just, right. they're just like, we're going to roll these cameras. You're going to kick that thing out. Go. Yeah. And he did it. Mm. It was beautiful. That sounds about yes. right. Uh, here's my favorite other mispronunciation by Schwarzenegger in this film. Here you go. I want you to be the godfather. I want you to be the godfather. <laughs> godfather. Godfather. We're the I new want you mom. To be the godfather. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh all right here's uh De 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 devon no sorry darren mcgavin what's his name i always forget his name mcgavin mcdevon darren mcgavin darren mcgavin, darren yeah, McGavin doing some angry acting all right i'll help i'll help like give me the goddamn chair okay <laughs> jeez i can't walk yeah that's yeah you can't walk. i can't I, walk i did like the simplicity of you can't walk and then just yeah you can okay and then you did, and Sweet. then we're smiling, and then we fade out. Frozen screen right. too. That was very rocky at the end. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do a little rocky moment. Speaking of your cobra, and then uh, uh, Socorro Santiago there as the generic nurse yeah. who can cry on cue. Yep. I guess that was good. nice. She's pretty. That's good. how you get that job. She's yeah. played a nurse four times in her filmography. It sounds like she may be typecast a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Well, knowing what we know, this. Time for the film sack checklist. If you're going to do a drive-by, do it with the slowest school bus ever. Check. Uh, drive-by shootings are best when you shoot your own windshield out first. Check. And you got to make Harry walk before he can be your kid's godfather. Check. Godfather. Uh, truck connections, there are three. Leon Rippey plays Man in Tux. In uh, TNG, he played LQ Sonny Clemens in the first season episode of Neutral or episode Neutral Zone. Or the neutral zone, rather. Ed Lauter, who played Baker on TNG, played Lieutenant Commander Albert in the fifth season episode, The First Duty. And then finally, <laughs> Dick Durock, who played Dingo in this. <laughs> played Dingo? Yeah, Dick, Dick Durock is Dingo. Played an Elasian guard in the third season episode called A Land of Troyes. He was also Swamp Thing in those movies. Uh, what? Day. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, Swamp Thing. Wow. He says those movies. I think he thinks that movie, because weren't there only the one that with uh, Ray? No, there were several. Ray, what's his name? Eh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, soundtrack grade. Ooh, I'm Most giving it a, 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 an eight for 80s of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. E, I guess. I like the letter I was looking for. Did you did you think at all about what this movie would have sounded like if they'd used an orchestra and a real score? Yeah, it would have been better. 
Yeah. Well, well, or, or even just it could have been really awesome. the music right now that's really kill, just yeah. killing it is the new season, specifically the new season of of, of um, Westworld. The music they've chosen to go with, mm. amazing! It's so we're good. about to start binge watching that now that uh, the finale is this weekend. So you're gonna love you need- it. Tell me you don't love that music after you hear it because it's I, just- I re I resubbed because uh, HBO Max comes out later this month. Oh yeah, thanks to Ibit here, I found out about the deal. For the a little months. combo deal. That's yeah. what I did too. Did a little it's combo a great deal. deal yeah. yeah. Oh, but well, as far as the music deal. goes, what kind of a deal? <laughs> but as far as music goes, uh, what this movie would have been like, or more like, yeah. if it had you know the better music would be Cobra. 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 <laughs> I was waiting for yeah. that. I knew it was coming. It was just a matter <laughs> of time. I, to, to that was the elevator what, arriving on uh-huh. this floor. Yeah. Ding. To, to underline what Scott just said, it's it's Ramin Jawadi. Like that guy is just. He can do no wrong. The last decade, it's really yeah, true. And his his themes, his openers are good, but his actual episode to episode stuff here is step step ahead. It's so good. I don't. I want to get it. I don't know why that album's not out yet, but it isn't. Probably will be when Which the season's one? done. This season of Westworld, I would love oh, it. the new one. Yeah, it's uh, like all of his stuff is on Spotify, so it will be there soon. Yeah, but man, it's just amazing to find these movies over the last ten years that you have never seen. Maybe you heard about it when it came out in 2015. Oh, look, Ramin Jawadi did the soundtrack. That's going to be good music. Yeah, he's very good. He's really a Game of Thrones guy. Did the same same good work over there. All right. Uh, oh, we also did the Warcraft movie. <laughs> Forgot oh, about that. And- oh. Was, and the uh, kaiju versus big robots movie. Pacific uh, Rim. Pacific Thank Rim. you, Pacific Rim. Yeah. yeah, had a good soundtrack. He's good. Turns out. All right. Uh, where are we now? <laughs> Let's do the Twitter post. This is where you guys in 180 characters. Sorry, 280 characters or less. Sum this thing up. Steel. Let's start with Randy. Raw deal. Before you head to the bedroom, pretend to be drunk while she pretends to be drunk. And then she's going to be so disappointed when you fall asleep immediately after showing her your incredible nippleless chest. <laughs> Just like a Saturday night at Ipitos. <laughs> nippleless. I'd heard rumors. Nip- nippleless. I'd heard rumors, but uh, never had confirmation on your nipples. All right. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Raw deal. Spelled backwards is lead war. That is all. <laughs> lead wow. war. Really lead is. war. That would have been a better name for the movie. Yeah, The great (laughs) fight over, like, how are we going to make our pencils? We're starting a lead war. Oh, I forgot. Hashtag shit cake. Oh, shit cake. (laughs) And thanks to Pokemon, we know that Cobra backwards is Arbok. There you go. Nice job. Uh, Finally, Brian Ibbett. Raw Deal, the movie that visits Kinks, the bar where everybody is Lola. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Because the Kinks sang Lola. I get it. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, it's time for the alternate title. This is just handed to me. It was almost called Raw Veal, but the people felt mm-hmm. uh, PETA got involved and they, they shut that yeah. down. Mm-hmm. And then finally, hold on. <laughs> I had to do this on time. That's just to be timed properly. Okay, here we go. Uh, was this going to work? Okay. What kind of a deal? Raw deal. Oh, I didn't do it right. <laughs> I kept thinking that. The whole time I kept watching this. I gotta watch Raw Deal. I should have edited a version that I could more work with, but it's the whole thing. I I also wanted you to capture him saying Harry because you could put pair it up with Barry. (laughs) Barry. Barry. I always I'm always happy to play. Barry. It's always a pleasure for me. Jill. Try it, Brian. Give it. Do it. Jill. 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 After a while, you can't tell the difference. It's like a, it's like a tennis or a ping pong match of Jill. Is what it is. It's, 
It's really good. Uh, all right. Well, there's your alternate titles. Let's get to an email here from Mike, who wrote in and says, Nighthawks, I saw this movie in theaters with some friends in college. The thing that got me was uh, was that Sly thought that being a muggy decoy was the height of his career. Usually in an action movie like this, the hero would take a chance in the opening scene and then screw up and then get busted down to Muggsy decoy or mugging decoy to mugging decoy. Anyway, Uh, and when this uh, or sorry, and when the big thing starts to happen, they have to pull him back on, but not Sly. He says there's a scene when they tell him he's not on the terrorist task force and he argues with the superior that he should be on the mugging deal. Apparently he can't eat or sorry, he can't see an advanced opportunity when it stares him right in the face while hanging over the East Ridge, sorry, East River in a helicopter. No no capitalizations, no periods, no nothing. <laughs> That's one that I love that about your message there, Mike. Thank you for that. Sorry, raw Dunway, deal. you were gonna you were gonna say something? What's a raw deal? You you were gonna say something in the middle there, Dunway? No? Maybe. Oh me? Yeah. Weren't you? Raw Cobra was better. Oh, well, I knew that. Yeah. I uh, got one more quick one from Robert in Huntsville, Alabama. He says, long-time writer and first-time listener. Wait, strike that. Reverse it. Thank you, he says. Uh, now, if you're looking for some suggestions for film sack, please allow me. And here is his quick-fire list. Hawk the Slayer says it has swords, sorcery, and Jack Palance uh, overacting. What more could you ask for? Uh, next up, River's Edge, Crispin Glover, Keanu Reeves play teenage oh, yeah. burnouts. Dennis Hopper plays a psychotic weed dealer. Wait, what's it called? Uh, River's Edge. I've River's seen that ever yeah. ages ago, but I would totally film sack it. That's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So far, we're two for two on. You got to pay money to watch these. All right. Iron Eagle, the ultimate '80s teen rescue fantasy movie. Plus, it has Davis, David's, sorry, Davis Suchet as the bad guy. I don't know. Who and that is. we're sure we haven't sacked it because I've it? seen it. Recently. We have made attempts to watch Iron Eagle. Yeah. We've never seen it. Uh, you may have right. you when we watched Top Gun. You may have thought you saw Iron Eagle. <laughs> we don't need, and plus we need to see Iron Brian, Eagle two yeah. or three. Brian Ibbett, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, just because two movies have planes in them, no, it does dude, not make them the same. Iron Eagle is a really bad ripoff of of Top Gun, straight up. It just is. So I think I yeah. think Ibbett's on yeah. the right tra- path there. Also, uh, it's got uh, Oscar winner. Oh, what's his Lewis name? Gossett Jr. Yeah, Louis Gossett Jr. in there. He's like yeah. the grizzled, angry yeah. captain man. So anyway, yeah. we should watch also, also available for money, but I can't find it streaming. Well, right. Iron Eagle 4 uh, streaming. Oh, yeah. ooh, really? Whoa. Right. I don't even know what that is, what that would even look like. It must be. We're not starting with that. You didn't watch that. the Iron Eagle series? I mean, they have no. like a new one like almost no. every year I for watched a while. the first one years and years ago. Oh, I've never no. seen anything else. So Kept going. It I assume never it's shit. I assume it's all bad. Uh, all right, here's uh, this one. Get crazy. It's New Year's Eve. Malcolm McDowell is a British rock star. V. Ling of Fear fame sings the blues, and Bobby Sherman and Fabian are evil henchmen to Ed Begley Jr. What? Right. Get this... crazy is the name of that movie. There was a decade where all of these people were doing stuff? <laughs> I don't know what the year was, but we need to. Brian's right. Wow. That is too weird to pass up. We got to do so it. So I have found uh, something we, I can't find Get Crazy, but I did find Let's Get Crazy starring Hannah Montana. And I think that's no. the same thing. Yeah, I'm sure exactly <laughs> the same. I'm sure. Yeah. He says uh, all of these except the last one is available via Prime, he says. Oh. So maybe they're on Prime. Maybe no. your source no, is No, I've just been right. searching Prime. They all want money. Oh, Every one of those weird. wanted money. 
Uh, he says, Get Crazy is on YouTube. Eh, we could do that one, maybe. Uh, it says, Anyway, I thought I'd just share these. Love the show. Started listening with either the Karate Kid or Willy Wonka episode, and I kept on from there. Keep up the good work. Those are good. You're welcome, Robert. Thank you for your email. That was awesome. Our next film is Bandits. Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, and and the rest. Kate Blanchett. Kate yeah. Blanchett. They are all bandettes. Yeah, bandettes. Kate Bandett. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're getting that all up in here. I've never seen it. No idea what to expect. This is what, 2000 or something? 2001? Something like that. Yeah, they're fairly recent. Yeah. Yeah. 2001. Well, correct. That'd, that'd yes, be, 2001. That'd be like 20 years ago. I think after ago. we watch these three films, we get to open a Planet Hollywood. <laughs> I like that Brian. Oh, nice. I like that Brian called 20 years ago recent. I like well, that. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> Most, anything like, you know, hey, compared to Raw Deal and, and Nighthawks. Right, right, right. <laughs> good point. That's a good point. I remember when we were in starting the show in 2009, and it seemed like sacrilege for us to do something from 03. I think it was Core. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sacrilege. Yeah, it was the core, I think. And we were all like, can we really do that only six years on? That doesn't seem right. <laughs> now look at us. Most importantly, most importantly about Bandits, this is a Barry Levinson movie. I love it. And him. you you have to ask a question. Like a guy like Barry Levinson makes Diner and Rain Man and Toys and Wag the Dog. What would he do next? Mm. Find out. Hmm. And if it's any good. Um, he made one of my favorite movies of all time. Barry Levinson made the great film, uh... Uh, Avalon, sorry, Avalon. I love oh. Avalon. <laughs> Avalon's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. It still stands, still good. Barry Levinson forever, but he's also made some real stinkers. So, Sphere. Sphere is bad. Hey, I got a question. Go. Lava tubes. When, when are we going to work some uh, fantasy <laughs> lava, back Wait, in our... Lava Tubes is from Congo. I don't know, I know, but it was also based on a uh, Jim Oh, Harrison you, went, you went to Michael Lava Crichton. Tubes. That's a deep Michael cut. Michael Crichton. All yes, right. Michael Crichton, Instead definitely. of laughing, I actually should have awarded you some award for that because that's a good, that's a deep cut. Well done. I take it all back for real. I do. That was a better. That was. I was not giving you credit. <laughs> all right, Dunaway. Sorry, you're, what were you saying? You said something. Oh, I said when we're going to work some fantasy back into the mix. It's been a while since we've seen any fantasy films, right? Why? Why? Yes, the following week we're uh, we're going to get back to our final destination. And that's a fantasy movie. Well, uh, I was thinking more like old school fantasy. You like, mean like uh, uh, swords and sorceries and stuff like swords that? Swords and sorceries, yeah. yeah. I wonder what we got on the list. Uh, oh, I got something. Some magic. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it after the show. I All got right. something All for right. you. All right. Well, Bandits is going to be just fine in between now and then. So check us out. That's next week. Bandits. Get your Bruce Willis on. Uh, next film sack. If you want to send us emails, like, <laughs> were you just doing get your freak on? Is that what I was hearing? Yeah. Duh. Uh, if you want to send us emails like Mike did, uh, a couple ways to do it. You can use our good old fashioned email address, filmsack at gmail.com. Or if you'd prefer, just go to the website, filmsack.com and use the little form on the page there. Uh, it doesn't take any personal information and you can send it in two seconds. So it's up to you which way you go, but we'd love it if you did. You can leave your voicemails at 801-471-0462. And you can find, like I said, everything else at filmsack.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at filmsack. And leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for us and by us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. You should not drink in Beck. (laughs) We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.
molested, murdered and mutilated her. 